Oh, now we're live. <laughs> Welcome everybody to another episode of 410 Sports Talk. I'm James Haskell, along with my co-host yeah. Glenn Martin, and DK, of course, with the fresh cut in the mm-hmm. background. Looking clean uh, as a whistle. That's right. Looking good, dude. Uh, yeah, we're here tonight on a Friday night, as we have been, and I, I think as of now, we most likely will continue to be, you know, in, in order to make your Thursday night viewing uh, of, of the NFL, you know, uh, on Amazon, of course, your NFL Thursday night game easier to view. Uh, we're here for you on Friday night to break down mm-hmm. and preview the Ravens matchup against the Cincinnati Bengals. Man, I'm excited to talk about it. Glenn, how you doing on Friday, though? I'm doing well, hoping the Orioles can get off their little uh, three-game slide here, but absolutely excited. This is a big, big week. I know it's early, but you got an opportunity to put the Bengals in the 0-2 hole at home in the division. I mean, it's uh, to go 0-2 this early in your own division is not a good start. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm hopeful, even though this is certainly going to be a tough task, that um, you know the Ravens can get it done. Yeah, I, I, I couldn't agree with you. Um, anymore. I'm, I'm, this is a, and especially just like you said, based on the way their schedule is broken out, this would equate to them being zero and three in a lot of ways. Um, so let's go out there and do it. And I also am enjoying the fact that very little, um, very little, uh, pundits are, are picking the Ravens to win this game. So it makes it even more exciting. I am going to yep. change my headphone to the proper headphone. Apparently it's not the right one. How are you hearing me then? Because I got my um oh gosh, what's happening here? Ah, here we go. I got my headphone in, like in my headset, in my microphone. I mean not my microphone, my yeah, my heads my headphones. Here we go. I'm about to sound way better. You ready for this? Yeah, I'm ready. Let me hear Hello, it. hello, hello. Hold on. You don't sound much oh. better. I mean a little here we go. Yeah, yeah, there it is. Yes. Money. Turn turn the gain up just a just a tad. Just a tad. No, no, that's the thing. How about that? How about that? That's good. That's okay. good. Yeah. yeah. Right. Sorry, boys. Apologize. Rookie mistake. Rookie mistake. I mean, it's it's becoming a regular here. I mean I know it's like you and the light, yeah. dude. I gotta dude, that, that's done, dude. That light. You take that sucker, dude. Dude. Duck tape, baby. Done with it. All right, let's get right into where we usually okay. start. And that yeah, is, of course, it. the injury report. Yeah. Uh, so let's go over this because I mean, it's it's uh, admittedly it's pretty brutal on our side. I mean, you'd like to see an injury report that either has no names or it has a bunch of names that you don't expect to be big time contributors. But every single name, unfortunately, on the Ravens injury report are pretty big time contributors. But let's go through it. Mark Andrews gets in a full practice on Friday, Jimbo, after limited sessions on Wednesday and Thursday. Questionable game status. What's your early predictions on whether he'll suit up? Oh, Mark is playing this game. I was actually pretty shocked that he didn't play week one, but um, there's no way he's missing this game. Having only missed two games in his career, you think he's he's going to miss the opportunity to go out there and potentially put the Bengals down 0-2 uh, against a, a heated division rival, a division rival who we all know runs their mouths. And their fan base does. And, oh, my goodness. Yeah. So I'm certainly uh, riding with Mark here. I think he goes out there and plays. I don't think there's any way he sits out. You? No, I, not with a full pra- uh, practice session on Friday. I think he's he's going to be good to go uh, and hopefully no setbacks if he is out there. And then no surprise here, Marlon Humphrey remains out with the foot injury. So I guess any hopes of him suiting up are pretty much done and gone. Same can be said with Tyler Linderbaum and Ronnie Stanley. All both did not pra- and, and Marcus Williams. All three did not practice at all this week. Uh, so I think it's pretty safe to say those guys are still a couple weeks out. Um, certainly, Marcus Williams may be done for the season, and then mm-hmm. those other two look like they're still weeks away. John Simpson surprised did not practice on Friday, but turns out it was just a personal issue and not even. It's being described as a positive personal issue, so I'm not sure what that means, but maybe. Maybe or something like that. Okay, that would be certainly qualify. Okay, so yeah, something to that nature where uh, it was a personal issue, but not a negative personal right, issue. Right, because I, you know, the other one I think of is like marriage, but like you, I don't think you'd plan your marriage on a Friday in season. You know what I mean? Uh, right. Yeah, babies, you know, it's a little less. Can't to, plan to, that one too much. Right, a little less, you know, a little less uh, able to plan. But, you know, uh, the good thing is we're losing two starters on the offensive line, but we're not losing a third in John Simpson, it looks like. Yeah, 
And, and and I'll say we're losing. This is no knock on Ronnie. I'll say we're losing one and a half. Okay. Because McCarry, I think, on a lot of teams might make the starting lineup. Maybe not as a left tackle, but somewhere in those in those five, I think McCarry might be a starter for for a decent. For, I'd say at least half NFL teams out there. Okay. Uh, so right. I mean, I, I trust like him. him. He's got right. a lot of the clock. Yeah. I mean, he certainly. It's like it's like uh, it's like you always say, man. He just finds a way. Dude. He just yeah. finds a way. But let's go over. Some of what the Bengals have going on. Uh, it looks like their top cornerback, Chidobia Woozy, got in a limited session on Friday, but apparently not injury related. So he's going to be good to go. Joe Burrow looks like he's fully recovered from the calf injury. Not sure why he's even listed when he got in full sessions. Uh, safety, Dax Hill. Again, full sessions. Not sure why he's listed. Looks like he'll be playing. Cam, Cam Sample. Bit of a bit of a name there. Yeah, didn't yeah. didn't participate Wednesday. Did so in a limited fashion Thursday and back to full on Friday. So it looks like he'll be able to play. And then you know Logan Wilson. That would be a big big loss. But mm -hmm. looks like they're not going to have to worry about that. He practiced all week, even though Wednesday was limited. So it's uh it's it certainly looks like they're going to be about as healthy as you could possibly be at week two of an NFL season. And yeah. the Ravens can't say the same. Yeah, but the one thing I will say with Logan Wilson is that you better believe Lamar Jackson and Mark Andrews are going to test that ankle, right? Like, yeah, buddy. in that, like, Lamar, you know what I mean? There's going to be situations where Logan Wilson is going to be asked to tackle Lamar, uh, at least be the first guy there. Mm -hmm. And and the same thing if Logan has to play in coverage against Lamar or even any of the backs okay. for that matter. Yeah, right. So, Woo. you know, I, I don't I don't mind if they're healthy. They don't They don't... I don't fear them, right? But yeah. um, certainly that that is something that uh, at least comes to my mind, and it will be interesting to see how that plays out in the game. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. But so, they're a healthier team. There's no doubt about it. Yeah, yeah, they are. Um, but Ravens O's Nation says, guys, I'm going to be honest. I'm not feeling very confident in this game. I'm depending on you guys to get my hopes up. Go Ravens. Well, look, you came to the right place. That's right. We're going to get into all of this. but Yeah, these kitty cats. That's right. Need not fear. And 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 they were healthy last week when they put up three. And let's also not forget that McDonald seems to have their number. Glenn, you've talked about this uh, pretty eloquently, right? That oh, like McDonald that. does a really good job at keeping the top on, like keeping the cork mm -hmm. on this team, right? And when you can take that away, and we'll break this down more, and you can make Joe sit back there a little longer, usually bad things happen for the Bengals. Yep. Uh, yep. So I don't think that's going to change. I think big plays are still going to be hard to come by, in my mm -hmm. opinion, in this game. Health, unrelated, right? I think that that McDonald, McDonald has this thing down. Not that they're not going to throw new wrinkles in there or make it difficult. They got incredible playmakers on the outside. But if we can tackle soundly, I think that, we're always going to be in this game. So don't worry, Ravens O's Nation. Maybe a little foreshadowing to a key to the game there. I don't know. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. Maybe. Uh, we'll have to wait and see. Uh, Tori says, I'd like to see you guys collaborate with Kevin Ostriker if you have not already. Always appreciate the great content, boys. I think we've had Kevin on once, right? We have. I think once yeah. or twice. Maybe only once? Yeah, at least once. Maybe twice. Yeah. But yeah, Kevin Yeah, Kevin does a great job. Hear him all the time. Um, and yeah, I'm sure we'll have him on again. No doubt. Absolutely. Yeah, so we'll we'll, we'll appreciate put in the word for you. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate the uh, compliment at the end there as well. Thank you. Um, but yeah, let's uh, let's get oh. into some more of this matchup here, Jimbo. Um, All right, oh, DK, actually, do we want do we want to do this one, or are we going to hold on to it to talk about the offense? We can do it. We can do. All it. right, let's do it. Go ahead, Glenn. Uh, Tom Votto says, and shout to Tom, uh, friend of the show. Guys, do you foresee a lot of quick slant screens, wide receiver screens, jet sweeps, etc.? Basically, Lamar getting the ball out quicker since the O line is banged up. We talk about foreshadowing. Jeez, um, a whiz. I think we went through all of our keys to yeah, the I game mean, already. <laughs> absolutely got to get the ball out. I, I do not want to see, and I don't think it's possible for Lamar to be sitting back there snapping his head left and right again because mm. it's a pretty talented pass rush group going up against a banged-up offensive line. So, absolutely. But you got to remember that that's what the Bengals are going to be expecting. So, expect them to cover – you know, the short, the short throws cover the flats, you know, they're, they're not going to just lay down and let you get off quick throws. So it's still going to be, you know, take work for the Ravens to get those, uh, those short yardage and, and quick throws open. Yeah. And the other thing I'll say too, is, um, you know, to your point, I call it just, I just want to see Lamar be the boring point guard. Like, dude, just run the play. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like, 
Not that Lamar's not doing that, but that would bring me so much joy. While other teams, like while guys, other it's so funny because other teams, other players, excuse me, that play quarterback do that because that's all they can do, right? Where like Lamar has this tendency to think every play can be a home run. And so like, it's like, you know, you, you want to take the opposite approach. Like, all right, man, no ego amigo here. Like, let's just mm -hmm. make the play, make the read, make the play. Let's move on to the next one. You know, that's, yeah. that's what I want to see. So yeah, Tom, I'm hoping for a lot of that stuff because we've seen, we got the, the wheels to get it done. Lamar doesn't need to do it mm -hmm. on his own. And that, look, this is not a, like a, just a Lamar Jackson problem. No, I mean, this is look everywhere. I mean, look, yeah. Joe Burrow was 14 yep. of 31 for 82 yards. And primarily because the Browns are going to use a similar method that, that the Ravens, I think, are going to do. And that's just taking away the big play and making you settle for the dump down. And, and a lot of these young quarterbacks that are used to making big splash plays. It's not so easy to to just check it down, even though that is the right, right. play. You know, it feels right. like a, almost so like a tempting. loss to them. Like, yeah. it feels like almost they're like submitting to the defense. Okay, I'll take what you're giving me and not what I really want, which is over there. Yep. So it, it's it's tough for all young quarterbacks, especially ones that have had big time success in the league. Yeah. No, absolutely. It's it's a difficult. I mean, look, and the only reason Mahomes gets Mahomes gets away with it, we already know why. Right, the refs will never Here call holding on this offensive yeah. line. I mean, come on, dude. How are you, Orlando Brown Jr.? He probably had like three holding penalties last year. The dude doesn't even move; he just holds you. And Pat Mahomes holding the ball for eight seconds. I was picking my nose and flossing my teeth by the time he throws the ball. Man, dude, look, Pat Mahomes has nothing to do with this preview, and somehow Jimmy finds a way to get a couple shots no, in on him, dude. But I have no problems with Pat. Like, I don't, I don't have a distinct. You don't like him at all. No, I don't have a disdain towards him like I do Brady. Like, that's a whole different thing, right? I don't mind Pat. But what I'm saying is that he gets the treatment. It's stupid. Like, you run 500 yards in a game horizontally, and there's two, and there's one holding penalty? Come on. Really? Yeah, he does get the he does get the star treatment. I mean, yeah. but so. I don't think he's the only one who gets that treatment. But right. uh, we certainly see him often. Um, I want to get into some of the stats of last game. I mean, I yeah. know we, we can talk about last season, but... Yeah, yeah, to me, every year is a new year. So we're going to talk about what happened in that first game. It was now admittedly bad, bad weather. You know, both offenses struggled to some degree because the weather was really poor. And and so when you look at, let's see, we're going to be talking about the Bengals defense here. So when you look at what the, what the Browns were able to do offensively, Deshaun Watson, 154 yards, had one touchdown, one pick, just over 50% completion percentage. You know, again, rain did not help things, but you know, I think I think you can't just go out there and expect to throw the ball all over this Cincinnati defense because of the fact that yeah, they're young in their safeties, but they got that they got that pass rush that's going to still harass you. So I think what you have to do is move the ball on the ground, and they did that with Nick Chubb, eighteen carries, one hundred and six yards. Uh, Deshaun Watson picked uh, chipped in with five carries for forty five yards and a touchdown. Are you hearing this, Lamar? Deshaun Watson had five carries for 45 yards and a touchdown. Um, so, you know, th I think that's the area where the, the Ravens can can really make headway mm -hmm. here is, is they got to establish the ground game uh, like the Browns did and and really just control the clock, control the line of scrimmage. And, and even if it comes down to playing field position, we're going to get into the Bengals offense, but they struggled mightily in week one. So, um, I, I think that the ground game is looking like an area where I think the Ravens can take advantage of them. Yeah, I, I, I have to agree with you on this one and, and I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what they can do, um, offensively on the ground. I just want to, you know, in addition to that, I think there's a, a couple, um, a couple things to point out, but I want to, I'm going to, Glenn, I'm getting anxious here. Okay. My boss gives me a hard time cause I'm a very eager person. All right. Okay. Um, what so anxious about. I want to talk about our. I want to talk about our our offense, you know, a little bit more, and I want to get yeah. right into my key to the game. Get into it. Let's hear All it. Right, cool. So I just kind of talked about it. So I'm kind of uh, gave it away a little bit, but mm -hmm. once again, I mean, I think my key to the game is simply just like I think it was uh, Tom Vado said, like just get the ball out early, uh, play simple, smart football, and. Let's have some trust in our playmakers to get the job done. Now, this is the only thing I'll say. I, I think this is a key to the game, but I also think it's it's very likely to happen this game more than the last game because I think Lamar Jackson is going to get that thing to Mark Andrews like six, eight times. 
Uh, I think Mark gets a ton of play this game. I think he gets mm-hmm. some early stuff this game, some drop back. You know, him and Lamar can do this roll out of bed in their sleeps type in their sleep type stuff. And I think that'll definitely help facilitate Lamar getting in a bit of a rhythm and then playing with that rhythm that Munkin has been talking about. Uh, and you saw him try and do a couple times in week one. They had some misalignments, had some penalties and stuff like that. But I think Mark is is a little bit of the missing piece and a bit of the straw that stirs the cup there. And I think that's really going to help out. So I'm so looking forward because all people have been talking about is injuries. I'm so looking forward to seeing what this offense can do because the belief, the 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 improvement from week one to week two is going to be vast, in my mm-hmm. opinion. Ronnie down, sure. Linderbaum down, sure. But Lamar getting comfortable in this offense and his weapons getting comfortable in this offense, I think there's going to be a big, a noticeable change between week one and week two. Let's remember, week one was the first time live for these guys. Yep. Uh, outside of really Zay Flowers, that was it. So that's my key to the game. I'm excited about it. Yeah, I, I hope to see some of the same. I don't, I don't want to see Lamar holding the ball and you know looking around for pass rushers coming his way. So I hope you're right. I hope the ball's out quick. And who knows? I mean, maybe Mark Andrews – I mean, we knew he was a big piece, but we thought with the added weapons they could absorb, even Mark Andrews missing a game or so. But maybe he's just that important to Lamar Jackson, this offense, that, uh, that he'll be the kind of the key that unlocks it. But – well, he certainly, I mean, they, they, you know, they went through week one without him mm-hmm. that be, you know, it was the Texas, one by 15, right? Still, still an NFL team in a solid defense or 16. Yeah. yeah. 16. Right. Yep. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I agree. I think Mark was sorely missed. Yeah. Yeah. Now one thing with their defense, we talked about it. They got, they got some, some pass rushers. They got Trey Hendrickson. Yep. They got yep. Sam Hubbard. But also, they got the big sloppy. DJ Reader is an absolute monster over the nose. Uh, And then they got a good front seven. You know, cleaning it up in the back is Logan Wilson, who will run you down and bring you to the ground. So, I'm a little concerned about the Ravens' offensive line, seeing as though they didn't necessarily play well with the starters in last week. And now you take, you know, arguably their two best linemen off the offensive line and replace them with, obviously, lesser talent. Mm-hmm. And what has me concerned is, uh, look, DJ Reader is a horse for Linderbaum. So now you're taking Linderbaum out of the equation, and I- I'm starting to get a little concerned. Then you got Hendrickson. It's like, yeah, I, I trust McCarry, but he's lighting the talkless. And Hendrickson's going to put that bull rush on him mm-hmm. and throw his ass right into Lamar Jackson if he can. So I'm I'm just concerned with the style of rushers that are coming in. You know, you got you got a big boy in the middle who, who makes me a little worried. And then you got bull rushers on the outside. So I think getting the ball out is great. But also, my key to the game is you got to handle the blitz. We handle saw it blitz. again last we week. Want, yep, they brought the blitz and it did not end well for the Ravens. And we saw it all last year. So I don't want this to become a theme here, where in big situations, third down, red zone, did they bring they pin their ears back? They bring it. They single up on the outside, and we can't make them pay for it. And it's not yeah. just on the offensive line. It's not just on Lamar. It's it's, it's not just on the receiver. I mean, it's a group thing. Like yep. receivers, you got to know you're hot. You got to see that blitz coming, and you got to know your hot. I mean, your hot route. I mean, you these guys, these receivers in the NFL are asked to do a lot more. You know, you, you're not just okay. This is my route, and that's all it is, and this is what I do. Uh, it's impacted by the defense. If you're the guy who has to run the hot route, you got to know it's there because you run your ten yard out. Lamar ain't going to have time for the 10-yard out. So He's already smashed in the face. I mean, it's too late for that. Exactly. So I need to see that this team can not only have the rhythm and, and and you know, that, that Todd Bunkin talked about, but also be able to handle the blitz. It's been plaguing them for years, yep. and it needs to stop. Years. And I expect to see it this weekend and certainly in key situations. How much do you think – I mean, you know, just – it was funny. I watched the super condensed version of the Bengals-Browns game, mm-hmm. and uh, it was – all I saw on the screen was Joe Burrow getting sacked and Nick Chubb running wild. Yeah. Like that's all it felt like it was like, Oh my gosh, this is on repeat. Right. So mm-hmm. when it comes to that, your, your, your key to the game, in your opinion, where does the run game equate into this, right? Into slowing down the blitz, the impact of the blitz, right? Because we don't have JK. Uh, the, the running style is, there's noticeably differences to it, but there were certainly plays where you saw where you saw JK break, you saw Gus break, and you even saw Justice break. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so 
where do you think the the responsibility and the impact of the run game lies um, in order to in order for the Ravens to really, you know, just like you said, for your key to the game, handle the blitz, handle it well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I think the run game does. It, I mean, it does a lot. Not only, you know, does it make guys pause a second. They can't just tear up field. It makes them, you know, make sure they have their gap integrity and they're not, you know, going so far upfield. They're leaving a wide open hole behind them for the running back. But I think what it does mainly, Jimbo, is it keeps them ahead of the sticks. Like it yeah. keeps them in third and short or or no third down at all. And, and that just – because now the defense, all right, it's third and one. Ravens certainly could run the ball in third and one. So you're not you're not selling it third and two. Ravens have shown it. They will run the ball in third and two. So I, I don't – I think the big thing it does is just keeps you out of third and long, keeps you in that mm-hmm. third and manageable range where the defense can't just sell out for the blitz and can't just predict completely that you're going to be passing the ball. So I think that's the biggest thing. Uh, but so you tell me we're going to get a Gus or a dose of Gus Edwards this week? Dude. Stay ahead of the sticks? Look, I think Justice Hill is a, a good fit for this offense. I like to see he got two tutties. I predict the Gus Edwards show this weekend. Yeah. Just because I, I think you need to run the ball. I mean, also what running the ball is going to do. I mean, Hen- Hendrickson and and, uh, and um, Sam Hubbard are going to get a little tired if you keep leaning say. on them. Hands you know? on their hips and sucking yeah, air. Keep, yeah, you keep running at them. So, I, I think it just does so much a good run game. I mean, it'll wear them down. You're not going to be seeing them person off the the snap if they're exhausted because they just got you know had tackles and guards leaning on them for the for the last eight plays so i mm-hmm. think the run game is ultra ultra important in this one yeah i i agree with you and and staying ahead of the sticks you're you're absolutely right um, and then my breakout player talk to me about it and then i'll let you get in yours yeah, yeah, um, yeah. look i'll be honest jimbo i took the easy way out okay i mean i took it's it is but it isn't i still think you're out there yeah, I mean, look, it's hard to go against someone who got a clear bulk of the of the uh, of the targets. And look, Todd Bunkin was asked about was that part of the plan going in? Was that just kind of how the game went? And he didn't really seem to want to answer that. But if I'm reading between the lines, Jimbo, I think this was the plan all along. I think they know what they got in Jay Flowers. This guy is just different when he when he runs routes. He just gets more. He got more separation. I, I believe I read the stat. I was trying to find it while we were doing the show. He got more separation than 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 even uh, Tyreek mm. Hill did this this week, mm. as far as average route separation. Something crazy. That's insane. I mean, this yeah. guy. So I I expect him to continue to get looks and continue to get uh, schemed open plays, and let him do what he does. Get him right. the ball, like you said. Get it out quick. Get him the ball because he'll he'll get a whole lot of yards with the ball in his hands. Yeah, I like it, Glenn. But I I still think it's fair to say um that it that it uh it isn't, you know, it's not a safe pick only cuz he's still a rookie, right? He's only game 2. So you're yep. still out there, but I I agree with you in that his separate he makes it look too easy. Now there's another guy that I'm picking that somehow always finds his way, especially when Lamar scrambles to be open and wide open. And it's funny to me, I'm not giving away any secrets here. Mark Andrews, he always does the same thing when Mark scrambles, in my opinion. He heads right up the field. He just breaks off and right up the And for some reason, people just can't seem to pick it up. And it's like, dude, you well, know, he's so headed poor. north. Do I go get Lamar or do I run with Mark? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a tough predicament to be in. You're losing either way, buddy. That's right. Uh, but my breakout player is Mark Andrews. I'm going to give you some specifics here. He's going hundred plus he's going mm. six. He's got six and a half. Take the over on the, on the receptions ah. and two touchdowns in this game. Yeah. That's right. He's going to go wow. ham out there. So I cannot wait to see Mark back spiking yeah. the life out of that football after he scores a touchdown. Uh, he's my breakout offensive player of the game. I like it. I got one more offensive question after uh, we finish up with Tom's comment here. He says, guys, do you feel, or how do you feel about using Pat Ricard, getting more time in the backfield and lined up on the line as a tight end for some additional help with blocking? I mean, absolutely, Tom. We saw that in the second half of the game after the injuries to the offensive line. He got a huge uptick in snaps, and he did re- he did well. I mean, he's the only lineman. I mean, he's the only tight end on the team that can block with any significance. So he is. I mean, I, I think uh, if you look at his snap count. Going forward until the offensive line shows shows something, whether it's you know the health, you know, the guys come back and start playing. 
we're going to see a lot of Pat Ricard. Yeah. Uh, it may not touch the ball a lot, but he'll certainly be on the field. You don't time. think he's going to be lined up more than once next to McCarry? You better believe it. Oh, absolutely. And look, we're going to help with everybody. I, I yep. love to see uh, from Todd Munkin, we always used to see him just load the field with tight ends when he needed help blocking. Oh, he saw, he had Rashad Bateman chipping on a, mm -hmm. before he went out on a route. He had OBJ come slanting down and absolutely wrecking people. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's like, look, I'm going to ask you guys to block because I don't want to load the field with tight ends. I want to keep you guys out there. So you're going to have to help out and get your hands dirty. And I think uh, those guys embrace that. Yeah, and I'll also say this. Uh, Rashad Bateman could be a could be a low-key breakout, like a dark mm -hmm. horse breakout player in this game because I, I forget what I – well, there's the thing. He's got – and he's healthy, but like I said it at the end of the, our, our post game, Man, he just – he makes you forget how much time he's missed because he's just so, such a smooth operator on the field. Well, yep. he's, he, he's got great hands. He's got great extension, great body control. So look for him to make some – make another leap this game, right? He really mm -hmm. didn't have an offseason. So he's still ramping, and uh, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I think uh, so he was his safety blanket uh, last week when Mark wasn't there. To me, he yeah. was his safety blanket. He and, went to and, him and the most some big, yeah, mm -hmm. and big moments when he was scrambling. You know, yeah, the design, the quick plays seemed to go to Zay, but when shit broke down, right, he, he was looking for Bateman. And actually, funny enough, I typed out Bateman and Did then you? erased it and put flowers. That's how. <laughs> I, so I agree with you. I think yeah. he's got a shot to like remind people. Oh, I'm still uh -huh. here. Last question I have about the offense, and really, I guess this isn't an offensive question because they got their handful on defense as well. What yeah. What do you think the message was from John about penalties this week? And is there anything that the team can do in preparation to minimize? Oh well, first of all, I think that any of the reps that they were doing to to simulate those plays that caused penalties, they did those times five. This mm -hmm, week, mm -hmm. you can guarantee that John was, I think John is old school in the sense that you rep that sucker out and you rep it and you rep it and you rep it over and over and over again. Right. There's nothing like repping it out, you know? And, and so I think that certainly that changed this week. And I think the message was just similar to a lot of other coaches, like the generally in the NFL, the most disciplined team and the last team to beat themselves wins the game. Mm -hmm. Let's not beat ourselves. Yeah. Let's not beat ourselves. Uh, and then I'm sure there was some some input from one uh, Todd Munkin on the misalignments and, and things yeah. like that as well. Uh, so, yeah, I think that John drilled this one home. I think we'll see a because of, of that, the emphasis on it, and then obviously it being another week in real football, I think we see a significant drop. I don't, it's not, to me, it's not characteristic of a John, John Harbaugh led football team. I think there have been some years that have been bad, but like, Overall, as at you know, and as his tenure, we're not a we're not the Raiders, right? We're yeah, right. So I, I wouldn't expect it to to be uh, as bad as last week. Yeah, and one thing to to, to uh, keep in mind, there's already been. I mean, this you might laugh at me for this, but there's already been some improvement in that area. If you look at the first half, they had eight penalties. In the second half, they only had five. So there you go. They're already trending in the right direction. Maybe in the first half they'll have three, and then the second they'll have one. They'll just keep kind of uh, going downward, uh, you know. But all right, let's get into the other side of the football. Let's get into the Bengals' offense versus the Ravens' defense. Uh, mm -hmm. So let's see here. In in week one, the Ravens allowed. Let's see here. They allowed oh, I eighteen. Got this. All okay. right, you got that? No, go ahead. They allowed eighteen first downs to yep. the Houston Texans. Uh, they allowed the the Texans to convert third down at an efficiency of seven for 18. Uh, let's see. They went one for four on fourth down. They had 268 total yards. Hard to believe they actually outgained the Ravens despite losing by 16. <laughs> uh, let's see. They had 196 yards passing, 72 yards on the ground. Uh, had nine penalties themselves, uh, which, mm. yeah, oh, that's an ugly game. Maybe that mm -hmm. explains mm -hmm. some of it, but. Yeah, obviously not the best game uh, for the for the Texans, but also pretty high expectations for the Ravens. But I still consider, I mean, you give up nine points anytime in a football game in the NFL. I think that's a win. And so while they didn't, I'm sure they said they'll say they had some they get like to get some plays back. And I think Pat Queen said he wasn't satisfied and all that. But I still think they had a pretty damn good first week. 
yeah, I, 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 I'll agree with you. I think that there are some things that the scary thing is that while you you hear guys say, you know, we're not satisfied in this, that, and the other, I truly, based on the talent, objectively speaking, believe there are still things they can improve upon. I think a getting home when they get to the quarterback, keeping your hands on him when you, you know, when you get a chance to take him down. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also think that the, er, the running on early downs, like I, I know they only ran for what, like 72 yards. Uh, something like that. Something like that. Yeah. Um, but I think that I felt like if yep. you went back to their per, like their per run on first down, like their per run average run, whatever, their rushing yards uh, per first down when they did rush, I feel like that was higher than they would have wanted it to be, which sets them up for more favorable scenarios. Um, so I think there's some situations on early downs that the Ravens will continue to improve on. Uh, and uh, I'm, I'm, I'm excited about it, man. I'm excited about the development of our D line. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you um, know, I, I, I want to point something out about that D line, Jimbo, because I think what's genius is they the, look. Every team is in the nickel or lighter, pretty much yeah. universally now. Like the, the days of being in your base three four or four three, it's just a thing of the past. So typically, you have at least three three corners on the field, as long as as long as well as two safeties. So you have five DBs or six if you go to the dime, or more if you go into like a quarter or something. So what the Ravens said was like, look, we're going to be in the dime all the time. So let's not leave ourselves vulnerable to get ran on. Mm -hmm. And the way we do that is we build a monstrous (laughs) D-line and we get two ridiculous linebackers who can run like crazy and can tackle and take on, you know, in Roquan's case, certainly take on guards, shed and make the tackle. They made it to where, yeah, we're going to go light, just like every other team, but we're not going to be vulnerable against the run because we just got too many good players and big boys up front who can also absolutely move. So uh, shout out to the Ravens for building, I, I think, just a, an awesome defensive roster. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I, I agree with you on that. The, the roster as a whole looks good, but I'm really excited to see what this D-line can do. I mean, look, Garrett, Garrett, my gosh, what's his name? Place for the the Browns. Oh, uh, Miles Garrett. Miles Garrett. There You're you trying go. to make it his first name. That was the problem. Yeah, that was <laughs> that was the issue. <laughs> I mean, he did some disrespectful things to that offensive line, dude. The of dribbling. The, oh my gosh, that was just embarrassing. And uh, that's yeah, I'm, crazy. I, DK, yeah, see I'm, if you can find that. Are we allowed to play that clip because that clip was absolutely. I don't know. We hilarious. got a copyright claim. I don't know if either of you guys saw that in our email. Did we? Yeah. I don't even know what for. People can get over it. What do we? Play? I don't. Know. Elon Musk apparently it. needs more money now. Like what? Do you... Dang. Like... But no, pretty boy Suave or Suave. I don't know. Uh, we will win this game if we can stop them on third and long. Don't give up big plays. And you know the Ravens have done a good job at stopping that. I think we certainly had to have had a frustrated offense last week. Just to quickly kind of piggyback off that comment and talk about what they did last week. Joe Burrow. I mean, absolutely one of his worst games as a pro. 14 of 30, 31, 82 yards. He averaged 2.6 yards, Jimbo. 2.6 per attempt. I mean, that is just so grossly bad. He was sacked twice. No touchdowns, no picks. Uh, I mean, it it was bad. And then on the ground, Mixon goes 13 carries, 56 yards. Averaged just over four carry. Let's see. Receiving Jamar Chase, five catches, just 39 yards. Average 7.8 yards per catch. And then their second leading scorer was Joe Mixon with three. I mean, T. Higgins had zero catches on Mm. eight targets. Mm. Can you, I mean, I know you would never be able to just come off the top of your head, but I can't remember a game where a guy had more targets and had no catches. I'll I'll give you one. I bet you Evan Ingram has had a game like that. No, that's true. You had him on your fancy team. <laughs> <laughs> Scar tissue, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Or like, so he'll have eight targets, two catches, two yards. Yeah. yeah. But I'm saying eight targets, zero grabs. Yeah, it's brutal. That's a heck of a long day. Um, so, yeah, I mean, they had a really, really bad start to the to the year. So I, I, I'm certainly expecting them to, you know, want to bounce back but oh definitely look this Ravens defense ain't scared of nobody 
nobody down let's put their let's put our foot on their throats right like everyone keeps Mm -hmm. talking about the desperation with which the Bengals are going to play and the Ravens should be concerned and they're going to be all hyped and everyone should be nervous about you know the receivers being upset because they had bad games and things like that but what about the positive momentum and the power behind that Zay Mm -hmm. being validated as a pro uh, uh, Rashad Bateman coming back from injury and, and playing relatively well. Mark Andrews, you know, coming off of this injury and ready to get out there and prove himself. OBJ just scratching the surface in his return. Lamar out there to validate others. And then this defense mm. is absolutely trying to prove itself as the most smothering defense in the NFL, uh, even with, you know, a guy like Marcus Williams going down. So there's a lot of positivity uh, in the Ravens' direction, um, which can be you know, just as powerful as a motivator. All right, DK, let's see this clip here. This might be the most disrespectful thing done in the NFL uh, this year. I mean, look, we don't have a Miles Garrett, but I got to imagine that we can take advantage of some of these boys up front. Yeah, I mean, it. look at this. Come on. This dude is pretending to dribble a basketball and then and just And puts asks, the crossover on him. Right here. Let's look. Couple. Ready? Ready? Here it comes. Here it yeah. comes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, that's not good. I mean, no. not good for their center. So I imagine. The, the hey, film maybe they throw Clowney in there. Yeah, I mean, look, I, I, I want to, I want to see Matabike in there. The way yeah. he looked last week, I want to see yeah, him. Man. You know, ripping against that 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 center that you can see Miles Garrett absolutely sunning. I mean, at, oh, hey, Adit, appreciate the update. Heston Kerstead, gosh, first career hit was a homer. Ooh, nice. Wait, so what does that make the score? Yeah, I don't know the score. Uh, I think it's on like Peacock or some. Oh, I get so frustrated with this. Sh- it's not on TV tonight, Jimbo. <laughs> you know I don't have a smart TV in here. I just got a regular TV in here. Regular old TV, huh? Regular old cable. I can't put on any. Uh, makes me crazy. Imagine, imagine how anybody over the age of fifty feels if you're frustrated. Yeah, it's true. Got to be and all the good games, by the way, Orioles. I'm talking to you, Father's Day. It was uh, Memorial Day. All like the big, di- all on streaming services. Disrespectful. Yeah, well, thanks, thank the Angelos, man. On Father's Day, can't watch your O's when you pay for the check. Oh my! Goodness. It's seven to one. DK just gave us an update. Seven to one raise. Dang, maybe that's why uh, Adit didn't give us the score update. You know what? <laughs> Next time, lie to us, DK. I don't want to hear that. Lie to me. Um, <laughs> all right, let's get into our keys to the game here, Jimbo. Yes. I've been saying it this whole time. It's prevent yes. the big play. I mean, this is kind of the, the running theme when you play the Bengals. They can't just traditionally, like, they, they're not just going to line up and beat us with the ground game and Joe Mixon. It's just not going to happen. They lost their best running back last year when Samaje Ryan well, went to Denver. To that, let me ask you a question, Glenn. You wrote yeah. that. I see in players to watch, of course, Chase, Higgins, Boyd. I Smith. almost didn't put him in there, dude. Can I ask you how much fear you actually have of Joe Mixon? Because I have dude. none. I almost didn't have him on there. I really didn't. And then I was like, I got to put him on there because he's such a focal point. I'm but more really concerned no that Joe Mixo, Mixon would see me in real life and break my jaw than he would beat the Ravens this week. Well, I mean, look, I think you could outrun him at this point. I mean, certainly in long distance. Yeah, if you give me 10 yards, I don't think he's going to catch. You know what I mean? I nope. think there's enough distance to where I can... Just and then he's going to start to get tired, dude. You're yeah. built for distance. Yeah, exactly. You give me 10 yards of space, you know? And you can yeah. boogie a little bit, dude. Yeah, Don't yeah, that's what I'm saying. And, you know, that yeah. first quarter of a mile, I'll just yeah. do enough to keep him off my – and then after that, it's like, forget it. It's over. It. It's pulling away time. But, yeah, yeah no, I think Joe Mixon – kicking it in gear. That's right. Joe Mixon took a pay cut for a reason this year. Yeah. Uh, and I think they're missing Samaji. I think they'll continue to miss Samaji. I think it was a heck of a signing by the Broncos, who I think are going to ultimately – end up leaning on him. But getting back to these guys, Herb Smith, you know, I think he's in for a, maybe you got to watch him. I think he's in for yep. a, a sneaky game because he, he's such a good athlete and there's so many weapons around him that you worry he might get kind of lost in the shuffle. But obviously the big guys, you got to watch out for Jamar Chase, T Higgins, of course, and Tyler Boyd. And look, we just talked about it. T Higgins, eight, eight attempts or eight targets, zero catches. So he is looking to bounce back. I'm sure he'll be on the sideline like AJ. Brown was last night, uh, you know, like this on, on Hertz because he didn't get the ball enough. Uh, he'll be there this week if he doesn't get, you know, a couple catches from Joey B. But just prevent the big one. If they make the catch, come up, make the tackle, live to fight another play, and make Joey nickel and dime you because I don't think he can. 
Yeah. The other thing I just want to randomly mention before we get back to the Ravens is mm-hmm. DK mentioned it in our chat. Adam Jones, of course, officially re- uh, retires tonight as an Oriole. Yeah. Shout pretty, out. Yeah. Pretty cool. Legend. Pretty awesome. That's right. Um, but and it's through the first pitch to Nick Markakis. I love to see that. That too. is cool, man. Legend. My mom really loved that squad, dude. Like that was a fun squad when you had so much fun. Yeah, we, those guys and Scope and Manny. Dude, and, Chris Davis was hitting bombs yeah, that year, bro. <laughs> bombs before he got the yips. Just the absolute yeah, man. I don't know yippies. what the hell happened to that guy. It's even Demonstar stole his powers, bro. Put it in a basketball somewhere. <laughs> I think guy. they put in a bat. No, Tony touched that shit. That's right. <laughs> poor Crazy. guy. Well, you know, he's, 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 he's living he was there fine. today, by the way, he was there in honor of uh, Adam Jones to show That's... love Chris Davis. I'm sure he flew in in a private jet that the yeah. Orioles are still paying for. Yeah. I was going to say, <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> uh, no, but uh, ha- happy for him, man. Um, yeah. But the other thing, yeah. So I, I, so what I'll say about, I agree with you, the big play. And to me, it's not, do you remember uh, when was it? We lost to them two years ago, right? When we lost their first trip to the, or their trip to the Super Bowl, we split with them as well. We split with them in the past two years, haven't we? Yeah, I believe. Oh, actually, yeah. Was it? I think I believe right. so. But yeah, either yeah. way, it was the first game, if I'm not mistaken, where Chase had the short pass and kind of spun out of two defenders and took it to the house. Mm. But it wasn't. The reason I'm bringing this up, as painful as it is, is that the big play isn't always the deep ball, right? You've got to tackle soundly. If you remember last year, that game we went to, Glenn, they were trying the same stuff early mm-hmm. on. They were getting that, even that first drive. If you remember, they hit that, uh, they had two short passes to the right. I don't think both were to chase, but one was, and they were expecting him to make a move, and Marlon just stuck it to him and, and ended up getting him out of bounds, right, for the tackle. But that was kind of the end of that. They stomped that out early in the game, right? but we've got to make sure we tackle soundly to avoid the big play. It's not always going to come in the, in the, in the, in the form of this bomb. Right. But it's definitely, it, it can, but it, I also think the, the quick stuff chase is so quick. He's big, he's powerful. We got to get him on the ground. So I think that's going to be mm-hmm. crucial. But my, my key to the game defensively is going to be, I mentioned this before, uh, give Joey cause to pause like Stephen A. Smith, likes to say uh let him sit back there i've heard joey of course after their super bowl year and laughing at the fact that he put up what like almost 500 on us Uh. on guys that were bagging you know groceries a week before good for you front runner buddy good for you yeah like what does that prove i mean if you're that anyway um i'll tell you what tom brady wouldn't do that on a podcast Tom Brady's classier than that. And that, look, you know, I don't like Tom. I know. Hold on. What are you doing here, dude? Tom would not do that. Well, that's what I'm saying. Look, look, Glenn, hold on. I got to tell you just so you know. Pat Mahomes, like, I got an issue with his treatment, right? Yeah. But not Pat. Like, I I think he's a good dude. Okay. There's Tom Brady I just don't like, right? Okay. But Joey B. Oh, dang. We found the new mountaintop. Oh, where's Baker on that mountaintop, bro? Baker, you know, Baker is 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 lower than He's not Brady. relevant anymore. Is that yeah, why? Yeah, because he's not good. He's like, like he's who just, cares? Okay. You almost start to feel bad for him. You know what I'm saying? Like, when he starts high-stepping now with the Bucks, when he Did like. You see, he, he, he stiff-armed some young cat and told him to get his weight up. <laughs> get your weight up. Oh, oh gosh, poor Baker. So no, but, Burrow is the top of the mountain. Dude, and now. it's not close. Dang. I I don't like anything about Joey Joey B. He's fake swag. I just can't I just can't He's handle it. The cornball is what he is. Because so anyway, after that, I was like, all right, this is this is <laughs> ridiculous. But I heard him talking about he doesn't care how many sacks he takes because he's always going to sit back there and wait for the big play. I don't care. I'll get sacked again. Whatever, right? Like, mm. sure, go ahead. Keep doing it. That's all mm. I got to say, right? Go ahead and sit back there. Get beat up. That's right. Get Yeah, get yourself beat up, and uh, hopefully you're not the next Andrew Luck. But look, he'll go home with the bag. You talk about Chris Davis. <laughs> That's a heck of a first game after your bag, too, ain't it? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's got to be a hit to the old ego. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, so for sure, let him – Let's do enough to where he can sit back there and maybe my defensive player of the game, Glenn. Dude, I don't even I'm know what to say to you right now. Adafe always. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Look, Glenn, I'm going to get as, as much as I've prophesied on the show and I've told you and others, hang with Jimbo because I know the future. 
Adafe Owe is going to lead our team in sacks this game. <laughs> okay. I, I'm glad you said game because I thought you were about to say this year. Oh, I was no. going to dive out of that window right next to me. There's no chance. Okay. No, but this game, I say one and a half sacks more one than and one. <laughs> All right. Well, I got to break it to you. You're wrong. Okay? okay, and here's why. Because my breakout player, my player of the game is Genevion Clowney, and he will actually lead the team in sacks right. this game because we're not going to see him missing two gimme of a sack. No, we're, we're going to see him complete the sack because old Joey B, look, I don't care what, you know, yeah, he got a full participation. Nah, he's still a little slow on that calf. All mm-hmm. right, he's still a little, is he, a little. Is he looking at that Aaron Rodgers reverberation of the calf muscle? Dude. And like, huh? Yeah, a little that heart, heart palpitation, boy. I mean, it has to be because it started as a calf. And look, I'm not wish. I'm not hoping. I wish for. All yeah, I'm yeah, saying no. is, it might slow be him down. Of course, he should. I mean, I hope he is. I hope the team is. But I think that I think that calf still slows down his mobility just a little bit. I think Clowney gets a gets a couple of sacks. He gets two this game, mm. Jimbo. Two one, two big ones. Hey, I'm hoping honestly, based on how hard they worked in the last game, it mm-hmm. almost you felt bad for those two that a Jabo just comes in and gets it done in one snap. Slaps right? the ball right out of the guy's hand. Yeah, but shout out to Jabo for recognizing the opportunity he had in yeah. front of him. Guy fresh off the bench, cold as ice. First He's play. Like, yeah, rips his arms down and goes right after the football. But uh, no, I, I I want either of those guys to really yeah. excel in this game because they worked so hard last week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, every defensive lineman, you just root for them because they work their ass off for all those plays. Just and sometimes, to get there. And sometimes they never even touch them. Yeah. They never even touch them. Yeah. And, and, and then sometimes they touch them and it's a penalty. Like, you know. Like, dude, you can't do any right here. Damned if you do, damned if you don't. My wife says that to me sometimes when I'm getting, when I'm angry. She's like, damned if I do, damned if I don't, Jimmy. And I'm like, well, sorry. I'm, gonna I'm mad either that, way. Dude. I'm going to remember that, dude. I'm going to I'm gonna flip it on you one day, dude, and hit you with that. Um, but no, this is, this is an absolute, this is a game where, look, the kitty cats, the pussy cats, they could be, they could be. <laughs> All right, that was bad. All right, look, they could be out of it after this weekend. I mean, they could be out of it. Uh, yeah. Out of it. I mean, look, you, you, you said it right. It's like going 0-3. You start yeah. off 0-2 in the division, and you lose your opening home game to the to the team that most are picking to be your biggest competition for the division. Yeah, this no is, one's talking about the Steelers anymore after week, after week one. No, that hype train is derailed, Jimbo. I mean, it's holy. Not even out, it's not even like left the station. It's off the tracks. Yeah, like, I mean, the Ravens had a, a tough injury first week, but they had tough injuries, and they got their asses whipped. Yeah. And I think they found out a little something about their quarterback that I don't think they liked. Um, but, yeah, they can keep trying to sell us on him all they want. Eli says, which do you feel better about, Ravens O versus Bengals D or Bengals offense versus Ravens D? What might be the difference in the game? T.O., uh, running clock, et cetera. Um, do I feel better about the Ravens or like the where do we have Oh, the, okay. The, the, more the bigger advantage. advantage. I mean, I got to say the Ravens defense. I mean, the Ra- the way this defense is playing and look at the way their offense played last week against the Browns and, and the uncertainty about the offensive line for the Ravens coupled with the pass rush that I expect from the Bengals certainly feel more confident about the Ravens defense. Than That's the Ravens funny to me because I'm going with the offense because I think Lamar Jackson shows everyone that he's the best player on the field this game. Yeah, but you're speaking on emotion here, okay? No, no, but what I'm, I, but think about it. If whatever unit, but with yeah. Bengals offensive defense, Ravens offensive defense, who's the best player of the four units? I think it's Lamar Jackson. Look, we got. What about Agent Zero Operator? Yeah, I think it's Lamar Jackson. I think Roquan could challenge that. I agree with you. I'm still riding with eight. All right, all right, and okay. and I think he's because look, he's got to be sitting there looking at Joey. Looking at the contract. I know Lamar does his own thing. Like he doesn't, he doesn't seem to get too into that, but your competitive juices make it impossible not to. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I think Lamar has an absolute game this week. Maybe I'm trying to manifest this. Yeah, uh, I know that I know that uh you gotta be kicking yourself because I know you've had Kirk Cousins on the bench. Yeah, it's okay. I'm keeping him on the bench for a while. I'm okay. I'm faithful. Right. You know what's great? Uh, did you see that picture I sent you? No, I didn't. I sent you a screenshot, which I found incredible. You know, right now, this year, Kirk Cousins, after two games, is on pace for 6,018 passing yards, 
And he's also on pace for 51 touchdowns to just nine interceptions. And he's also on pace for an 0-17 record. <laughs> I mean, yeah, oh, Kirk Cousins action, right? Dude, 51 tutties, nine interceptions, 6,000, which would break the record, 0-17. I'm just waiting for someone to come knocking with a juicy trade. Dude, they might come soon because, I mean, this dude's been, you know, yeah, especially yeah. if you see an injury to a guy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you might have to start him, dude, if Lamar doesn't start picking it up. You know what I I'm know. Saying? I know. He, give, he keeps giving all the tutties to our running backs. I know. Yeah. It's, yeah, I'll, I'll see how things go this week. I'm, but I'm, I'm going to try and stay faithful um, as long as I can. Uh, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I think that, uh, so no, actually I'm, I'm not with you. I disagree. I think the Ravens biggest advantage is our O against their defense. I also understand what you're saying about our defense as well. They're just so dominant, but yeah. I, I think that that offense is going to show out this game and I'm looking forward to it, man. Those, uh, safeties they got back there. No, I think that Mark is going to have an absolute field day. It's going to be a fun game. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I cannot wait. Oh, I'm under, I wanted to, uh, Share this again also because uh, it's about that time, Jimbo. And I'm going to give you an opportunity to talk about who is bringing this next segment to us. Uh, yeah. We're going to be talking about our competition. But I wanted to quickly just give a shout out to our uh, our draft competition winner. I wanted to throw this up here and give you guys an opportunity to see who won yeah. his very own shiny, I mean, authentic. I mean, you're talking – Real deal Zay Flowers jersey. Shout Hello. out uh, to Fly Looking Yo, or Funny Looking Yo, Fly, as he's known here. Um, but shout out our competition winner. Got that in the mail. Um, so just wanted to put that up there. But now it's time for this week's competition, Jimbo. Let's go. Let's go. Let's do it. And this competition, of course, this week's competition is brought to you by our partner, BetUS. BetUS is the OG in the game. Of course, everybody and their mom is starting an online betting platform and a, and a place where you can go and because they want your money, Glenn. But mm -hmm. BetUS is a partner. They mm -hmm. want to make you money. That's right. right. In fact, not only they're matching your first deposit, they're giving you an extra 25% because they're that confident that you're going to enjoy it that much. So use the link in the description that DK has been so gracious enough to put in our description. Um, and go ahead and check out BetUS. Use the link up to $2,500. You'll get 125% match. You get prop bets, in-game bets, season-long bets, over-unders, team bets, individual player bets. All of it is there. Check it out. It's a blast. Bet US, mm -hmm. uh, you know, Glenn always says it. Go with what you know. Make some easy money with the Ravens. The Ravens, if I'm not mistaken, are a three and a half point dog. I'm taking give that all me day. The point. Yeah, yes. I mean, give me the Ravens. Mm -hmm. I'll take three and a half too. Give me Absolutely. if you want to give them to me. Right. Absolutely. So let's go after it and uh, make yourself some make yourself some easy money, uh, folks. But uh, yeah, use the link below mm -hmm. and support the show. Help us keep the lights on here. Uh, and uh, make yourself some money. It's a win-win for everyone. So And quickly, uh, also, the, the easiest and quickest way to help the show, it's free. Just click the like button. That's yeah, we yeah. Got, we, we got a couple hundred in here watching, and that's the easiest way. You might not think it does a lot, but it certainly does push Absolutely. us out to more people, puts us in the suggestions. So uh, help us out. Hit the like button. But let's get into this week's competition. Now, look, we could review the scoreboard, but I don't think that's really important because I think what we have to do is look oh, forward sunglasses down here. to this week's competition and not dwell on what's happened in the past. So that's fine. And the scoreboard does it for itself. So why, you know, why rehash further ado? Let's get into the first. Oh, and by the way, if you guys want to participate as always, the way you can do it is simply sending us your over under predictions and your tiebreakers on any of the uh, the social media accounts that you see listed above my head, just simply send us a DM with your answers. Make sure you get them in before the game. Or if you're seeing this after the live is over, you could put it in the comments section below. Just make sure you do not edit the comment after. If you make a mistake, erase it and put a new comment because if we see edit, we're going to not know. It won't tell us when that edit happened and we're going to have to assume that it was after the game started. Because naturally, if you try and submit one after 1 o'clock Eastern on mm -hmm. Sunday, it will not count. That's right. And I think DK mentioned it last time. We didn't get a chance to mention in our Tuesday yeah. show. We mistakenly did not mention in our Tuesday show who won last week. Even though we did put it out on Twitter. We announced the winner on Twitter. Uh, but in yeah, case Facebook, that person. Instagram, all those places, I think. 
Okay. And in case that person didn't see it there, I know we uh, wanted to give an opportunity uh, to show that, but. DK is going to throw that up here in a second. Here we go. Yeah. Let's see right, it. Here we David Cutsale on Facebook. Shout oh, out. Oh, my man. That's I right. know this guy's, hey, I, doesn't, it, don't him it. and his brother have a bit of a dynasty going? Um, I think it was no, him and his I think girlfriend. Else, I think it's him and his girlfriend have won uh, before both, uh, if I remember correctly. Uh, mm. Girlfriend, wife, I'm not sure. Um, significant other. Significant other. Is, is the best way to put it. But hey, yeah, man. shout out to Dave, man. Hey, yeah, you say so DK is that hoodie over time? Here. Is this straight to the hoodie? I'm pretty sure he's advanced past t-shirt status. It's hoodie yeah. time, dude. Yeah, Dave. Man. All right. Well, just make sure. I guess I we can look in the old stuff and see your size and and I, yeah. Just let us know that you Painting's see this. changed. Yeah, and if your address has changed or anything, yeah. please let us know. If you put on a like me, put on a couple of lbs. Need an extra size up? Let us know, dude. No shame. Hey, it happens. You know, I bought my own snowball machine. Okay, stuff got out of control. <laughs> oh gosh, you have the marshmallow and everything, dude. I got the mallow, bro. Oh my god, I got it all, and I got like twelve uh, flavors, dude. All right, oh, all right. Don't check Glenn's uh sugar, blood sugar. What don't is it? do yeah. it. It's yeah. just gonna say egg custard on the test. <laughs> just sweating egg custard. Won't even give you a count. It'll just say skylight. That's underrated flavor, Imagine by the way. Glenn's setting a pick in a backyard basketball game. You're like, man, what smells like skylight? Is this Glenn sweating blue? Dude, Just... I got bees following me. <laughs> you know the bees at the snowball stand, bro. Dude, you oh, got to watch out. Advantageous sons of guns, dude. Yeah, man. They like it. Um, all right. Let's get into the competition here. All we'll right. start with our first over-under. It's a offensive over-under. And it is rushing touchdowns for this Ravens offense. He puts the over-under mm -hmm. at two and a half. Mm -hmm. Last week, the Ravens had three on the ground. Mm -hmm. What do you think, Jimbo? Under. That is going to change this week. I'd be surprised if it's two. But I already said Mark's getting two, and he ain't rushing the ball. So, That's uh, true. That's you true. Know, well, he has taken a carry yeah. in his career. So maybe he'll, he'll take yeah. a quick little... But I don't see it happening. No, I think I the Greg Roman, Mark Andrews carries are over... Get that yeah, out honestly, I think I think this would have been more tempting if it was at one and a half. One and a half, yeah, I might have said more, but I'm going to go under as well. I think three is pretty high uh, for this offense. Um, so, yeah, I think it, it two, I think, is still a pretty good day. So, I'll say under as well. Yeah. All right. All right Looks nice. like DK agrees, so that's a clean yep. sweep. Um, and I'd like to see DK put his um, – he put his answers in right away this week. You know, he didn't want any BSing around, you he know. Said, he said you. He's, I think he's, he's pointing at you. He's... I put mine in after DK, of course, because he made the thing. But before Jimbo, yeah. they were all – they were in midday. All yeah. right. I put him in there. All right. Let's – here we go here. Let's get to the next one. Bengals sacks. So how many times will the Bengals sack Lamar Jackson more or yeah, less Yeah, I'm disappointed in you, too. Huh? So you, what's your answer? <laughs> I'm disappointed Look, in both Jimbo, of you. I'm gonna this is where I win. See, I, it's just faith. This is a, this is. Can I change I it? No, it's too late. <laughs> why can't I? All right. I'm going to say over and here's why. They got a hell of a pass rush and we got a, we got a banged up O-line Jimbo. Okay. So. I wish I could change it, but since you're saying I can, I'm going to say over. All right, that's fine. DK said the same thing, and this is where I win, ladies and gentlemen. Lamar Jackson ain't getting sacked three times. It's just that simple. Whether Lamar's getting out, getting the ball out of his hands earlier, whether it's the run game being better, whether it's an improved offense overall because it's week two, or whether it's simply offensive linemen in front of him wanting to prove that they have some worth in this league for one game. That can make a difference. Lamar Jackson ain't getting sacked three, uh, what is it, three and a half times? Under, baby. Not happening. Hmm. Hmm. Yep, you heard it here, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know, I don't know what you saw in that first game mm -hmm. that gave you this kind of confidence. Yeah. But I didn't see that. And I saw I saw an offensive line, you know, mm -hmm. and, a, and a quarterback and some receivers that had some work to do as far as eliminating these sacks. I think it was a team effort. Yep. And so he got sacked four times last in my week. Home. You, you don't think he got sacked four times last week. You don't think there can be a 25% improvement, 25% improvement. I win. Well, do, let me ask you this. Who do you think has the better pass rush? 
Houston or Cincy? Sure. <laughs> and who do you and who do you and and whose offensive line was better? Week one Ravens or week two Ravens? Yet to be determined. Come on. You Yet think to be determined. Linderbaum is, is better than Mustafer. That's true. That is true. However, didn't and, you and, say and that McCarry graded out better than Ronnie Stanley? He did, but Justin Fields graded out better than Jordan Love last week. <laughs> so what am I supposed to believe? Only my own eyes? If it's only my own eyes, I believe this team easily improves by 25%. Regardless of who they're playing, it ain't happening. Book it. Okay. All right. I hope I'm... I hope I'm wrong. No, actually, I hope I'm right, but I hope we still win. Because <laughs> <laughs> nice. I like to be right. Uh, <laughs> At least you're honest. Lie. I can't lie. You know, who, who doesn't like to be right? All right, let's move on to the defensive yeah, side. Yeah, let's do of it. Our I got this one here. Over, under for defense. Bengals turnovers, one and a half. Last week, they had zero. I'll start here. I'm going under. Really? Yeah. Don't I have under? Yeah, I have under. Man, nope. see, made me second guess myself. No faith, man. I mean, oh, I think, uh, I think that. So one and a half. That's two turnovers. I think we get one turnover. That's fair. That's a good game. Is it? All right. No, I, I say I agree with you. I think we get under as well. <laughs> After yeah. I was just trying to bash yeah, you. DK's over um, there with over. Hey, he he thinks our uh, our defense. Geno is... Stone, Mister Negative Length, getting an interception. <laughs> Dude, are you bashing on our defense right now? No, I'm not. But <laughs> Marcus Williams ain't out there. That's true. That's true. But Ajabo's out there, dude. That strip sack is out there. Hey, and what happened one. last time he played Joey Burrow and the Bungles? That's All true. Right? Strip That's sack. True. Yeah. But right. I think we can still, we don't need, it doesn't need to be a turnover heavy game to, for us to win. Now, let me ask you this. And I have to ask the rules expert and creator of this doc. DK, do we count turnover on downs? No. It ca- officially, I believe it goes in the turnover category. I, I believe so. I, I believe it goes in the turnover category. Uh, but I can I can double check on that actually because you can see if the Bengals had any fourth downs because my I don't think they had any turnovers. If you look at their, let me see here. Uh, fourth down, they went zero for one. And they're listed with zero turnovers. Okay, so that does not count. So turnover on downs literally says turnover. And yet it's not a turnover. Okay. All right. Fair enough. The English language doesn't have enough words. It's just that simple. Damn it. We got to make some up. Well, Beyonce made up Bootylicious, so there's still hope. I got one front. What is that? No idea. It's a new word, but we can say it. That's what I'm saying. It's just making something. Got a new one. There's one. Front. There Where did is. brunch come from, dude? No idea. I'm just saying you can make up words all the time. All right. You know, you know, uh, Shakespeare made up eyeball, elbow. He made up over a hundred words. He made up elbow, elbow, eyeball. Yep, those are two that I know. But he made up over a hundred words in the English dictionary. Yep. Shout out, man. All right, French. French, like dude. It. I like it. All That's right. As a turnover on down, is a French. Dude, let's start it, man. You never know. It could start today. You catch on, man. Branch. Holy. All right. Last over under on defense. Bengals sack yards lost. So how many yards will the Ravens sack Joey B for? How many yards will they lose? He puts it at 20 and a half over under. Last week, the Ravens. So let me get this right. Oh, I guess yeah. they had some really long sacks long on, on, on Stroud. Mm-hmm. They had they forced negative 46 yards in sack yardage last week against uh CJ Stroud and the Texans. He puts it just 20 and a half this one, Jimbo. Only 20 and a half. What do you think, Jimbo? Yeah, I'm going under. What? I'm I'm going under because no I case, Stroud man. just made some rookie mistakes, man. Like that those long sacks were I don't think Joe Burrow makes those mistakes. But he's got it less than half of the total last week. 46 was last week. He's saying less than half. Yeah. Nah, I just don't see it. Has no faith in your boys. We, I do, guys. I think sure. Ajabo, Owe, Clowney sure. will easily surpass that 20 and a half total. Uh, and I can see DK agrees with you. And this is where I win. Okay. Okay. Right here. Right here. All right. The last one. The last one. That would be that would be an awesome victory if it came to pass. Well, all right. You. I Ty- can see you're rooting for me too. Not only is all of the chat rooting for me. But now you're even rooting for me. Wow, how the tables turned. Wait, how am I rooting for you? I it felt like you were. I'll be honest. You know, it felt like you were. 
Sorry, right. I'm secure in my victory, so I can root for you. Thank you. I like a good challenge. I won't root for you, but I appreciate you rooting for me. <laughs> Let's get into the first tiebreaker here. And as always, it is our total score over under. DK sets it this week at 46 and a half total points. What do you think, Jimbo? Over or under? Oh, gosh. Wait, I just did my Hold math on. completely wrong. Hold on. Hold on. I wish we could put that on the screen. <laughs> I had it right the first time, and then I changed it. And then I was like, what the heck? I just did my math totally wrong. score to be under. Yeah, no, I'm going over. Uh, 34 to 31, the Baltimore Ravens win. I think it's a pretty high-scoring game. Um, and, uh, yeah, I'm going over. All right. All right. Um, I'm I think JT say... smashes one at the end of the game and that's how, that's how we win it. Yeah. I, I'm going to say over as well. I think barely though. Uh, I think this is going to be a pretty tough game. I think it's a close game. Uh, and yeah, I think it's going to be high twenties on both sides of the ball. I, I didn't put down an official score total, but if I had to, I'd say 27, 24, uh, Ravens. Um, all right, Jimbo or, uh, DK. Says under. So this could be right there, Jimbo. You see that? How we say over? It's not going to get to there. And he goes under? That's where oh, he does it. Right there. And that's where he gets his, his win? Dude, what? mark my words. You know, you got to watch DK, dude. You know? You got to watch him. He's sneaky. He is sneaky. You know what I'm saying? I Second tiebreaker. Let's get right into it. Yep. Closest to the pin in yards prediction. Now, let's admit, Jimbo. We were all off last week. Holy, we came in thinking these guys are going to hit the ground running and they fell flat on their face. Yep. So I think we've had a, a big, we, we've reset our expectations and I think it's reflected here. DK's prediction is 305 total yards and that's the lowest prediction on uh, the totals here. I got it at 315, a little bit. And I, almost, I was going to put 310, but I thought it was too rude to put it that close to DK and trump them. So I didn't do it. You're welcome, DK. I did. I added five whole yards to it and put it at three fifteen because I'm Feeling generous. Um, and Jimmy, most confident, huh? Yeah, I mean, I think I have the highest scoring game as well, right? So it makes sense that yeah. I have the highest yards That's at three fifty three fifty five. I think. Uh, I think we get some serious chunk plays this game that bump up these yards, and I think the run game looks healthy. So wow. uh, I think Mark helps this significantly. I think Bateman's continued. Uh, Journey back improves. I think OBJ gets more shots down the field. Okay. All right. Yeah. I mean, I, I would love to see our offense go for more. Um, I just, oh, that first week was just stop and start. It was like it was like they were sitting in a backup, you know, that they could get up to speed. Right when you got to 55, boom, you had to slow back down. The traffic is congested again, and a three and out came. Oh, by the way, I was riding on 95. It was crazy. 95 in the morning and cruising. I see way up ahead saying the, the, the fast lane is closed. Big arrow. They're putting cones out. This guy, I don't know if he was on his phone. Just did not slow down. Stayed right in that fast lane and boom, hit that big truck with the big old fat butt on it. Looks like a bumblebee, Heine. Oh. Uh, sent him from the fast lane all the way in front of me, right across in front of me, smashing the guardrail past the slow lane. I had to do some evasive maneuvers. Uh, around all the debris that was then all across the uh, the highway there, uh, but luckily uh, I was I was good. Adrenaline pumping a little bit, but I made yeah. it through. I was like, how was he not paying? It's it's a big. Oh, it was crazy, dude! Boom! Like he wasn't looking at all, dude. It was insane. Oh um, gosh. But yeah, scary, scary stuff. I'm glad you're all right. Hopefully he's all right too. Yeah, he he looked fine by the way. After as I was cruising by, I saw he was at least conscious and not not bleeding from his face and all anywhere I could see. Good. So good. Um, yeah. Yeah. With that said, ladies and gentlemen, yeah, it was kind of drive safely. Right yeah, it was kind stay of off your phones. Yes, look ahead while you're yeah. driving. Yeah, not look down. straight forward. That's right. And uh, watch the Ravens game and enjoy it. And return here after the show mm -hmm. or after the game, after the spectacle on Sunday. We will be here to break it down. Yes, that's absolutely. it for us tonight, folks. Yeah, I can't wait to get back here. I think we're going to be seeing the Pussycats taking a loss this weekend, and their fan base will be down in the dumps, and I can't wait. I'll be here for it. We can celebrate together. So don't forget, come here right after the game, 4 o'clock, see me and Jimbo and DK. Ah! Ah! Ah!